Good morning from the traffic center. We're still all clear this morning. Traffic's been building in nicely. We don't have anything on the board accident-wise. No stalls or traffic signal headaches. You be careful out there. Maybe we can keep it that way. Popeye Shrimp Tackle Box has eight of the crispy shrimp, a signature side, and a buttermilk biscuit for five bucks. University at Jordan 72 at Jeff and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. It's me, your bathroom medicine cabinet. I see you naked, know how often you floss, and watch you pluck unsightly hairs. I can keep a secret, but you need to know. Your kids have been taking your prescriptions to get high. I couldn't keep it quiet, because prescription drug abuse now causes more deaths than cocaine and heroin ODs combined. So please, mind your meds. For tips on safeguarding your meds and your family, visit the partnership at drugfree.org. sense and a few gray hairs to the table through his many many years of experience i'm trying to think but nothing happens this is fred holland 1450 a.m and 105.3 fm wtki talk well here we are once again talking about well there ain't no voter fraud where's voter fraud well i go to one hans von spakovsky Manager of Election Law Reform Initiative and a Senior Fellow at Heritage Foundation, who's written this interesting piece for Fulcrum.us about uh, why push, uh, why the push for all by mail elections is unwise and unnecessary. Uh, Hans, how are you? I'm, I'm doing fine, Fred. Hope you are too. Yeah, well, a little frustrated by I, you know, I can't talk about this stuff of uh, America exploding all the time, so it's a nice distraction to talk about this. <laughs> just too much crap going on. All right, so let's get to this. Uh, we keep hearing uh, that there's no election fraud, and of course you and John Fund co-authored a book about it, and then I keep hearing rumors there's another one. Um, but I, I, I hear stories, I guess, like you do, and you probably chronicle these. Was it the 80-year-old woman in California that got like half a dozen Ma- uh, mail-in ballots. <laughs> I mean, we're seeing we're seeing fraud, right? Yes, and uh, look, we maintain a database, uh, an election fraud database at the Heritage Foundation, where I work in Washington, and we recently added about half a dozen cases. We're up to almost thirteen hundred proven cases from from across the country, and this is not a comprehensive database. This is just a sampling of cases, and and the thing is, it's just the tip of the iceberg, because many of these cases don't uh, don't get prosecuted or even investigated by, by prosecutors. But, I mean, for anybody who doubts it, um, look, Alabama, I, in fact, one of the first case studies I wrote for the Heritage Foundation a decade ago was about this huge voter fraud prosecution that the U.S. Justice Department, the FBI, conducted in Greene County, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And it involved literally hundreds of fraudulent absentee ballots. And almost a dozen local individuals were uh, eventually convicted of engaging in fraud to keep themselves in office. You know, and the thing about that is, in in that particular case, in Alabama, you have to have, what, witnessed by two people, notarized, and they still pulled it off, right? Yes, that's exactly right. And the thing is, what, what people need to understand about absentee ballots or and the push, remember, there's this push all over the country to, to move toward an all-male election, is that 
Look, absentee ballots, uh, nobody nobody disputes we need them for people who are sick or disabled, can't make it to the polls, uh, particularly, for example, our overseas military personnel and their families. But moving to an all-mail election is unwise because these are ballots that are uh, received and voted outside of the presence of election officials, and that makes them the easiest to steal, to forge, and to uh, put... Um, pressure on voters to vote a particular way. And I can cite you examples of every one of those kind of things happening with absentee ballots. And and the thing is, this, it's unnecessary. Um, look, all of us are going to our grocery stores. We're all going to our drug stores. We're all going to retail stores because the stores have all put in the kind of safety measures that uh, have been recommended, like six-foot distancing, et cetera. We can do the same thing in our polling places. Wisconsin did it on April 7th. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they they, and, primary. And they're claiming, well, that, that would have killed people. But, I, you know, dare I say, if, you're, if, if it's safe to loot, it's safe to go vote. <laughs> Not that those people looting are even going to vote anyway. <laughs> I, I wouldn't quite put it that way, but but the point is, look, in Wisconsin, yeah, a, a lot of people voted by mail, but over three hundred thousand Wisconsinites actually voted in person in their polling places, and the the health reports show that there was no spike in COVID-19 infections. Why? Well, because they had more elaborate security precautions in the polling places uh, than, as I said, that they have in the grocery stores and places that we're all going to every day. You know, that's that's the funny part. And to get back to seriousness here, uh, we're standing in line at Home Depot and Lowe's and the grocery store, and we're going opposite directions. The Publix has got, like, in, in town here, you can go down, and I guess other supermarkets have done it, too, where they have, they get a one-way aisles and all this kind of stuff they're keeping right. people separated it's safe to go there and shop for groceries but it's not safe to go vote i ain't buying it well i'm not either particularly because if you look at the the push for this i mean to, to take a quick example if you look at the bill that um, nancy pelosi passed in the house to supposedly deal with the coronavirus it, it doesn't just force uh, the states to switch to all-male elections, they basically override all state uh, safety protocols that deal with um, uh, absentee ballots. For example, overriding, if a state has any kind of witness requirement or notarization requirement or has an ID requirement, all that is banned. You can't do that. Plus, they mandate that every state allow vote harvesting. Vote harvesting means they're saying anybody ought to be able to come to your front door to pick up your ballot. So that means candidates, campaign folks, party activists can come to your – and you know what that can lead to. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, you you think Democrats could do it. We we had a case in North Carolina where a Republican did it. So, I mean, you know, we're talking about election – um, uh, we we got to have we got to have fair and safe elections, no matter who's in charge. Hey, can you hang on? I want to dig some more into this and and I, the constitutionality of this, which I'm kind of walk me through how this goes if this gets further. More with uh, Hans von Spakovsky, local boy, by the way, graduate of Grissom High School. Did you know that? He did. <laughs> more coming up. The Small Business Advocate, Jim Blassengame, Saturdays at 2 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. Major League Baseball and the Players Union are said to be far apart to salvage the 2020 season. Players ignored claims by clubs that they need to take additional pay cuts, instead proposing they receive a far higher percentage of salaries and commit to a longer schedule as part of a counteroffer to start the coronavirus-delayed season. The players are said to have proposed a 114-game regular season, according to the Associated Press, up from 82 in management's offer. Done that way, the World Series could extend past Thanksgiving. The union offered scheduling flexibility to include more doubleheaders as baseball crams the games into 123 days, leaving little room for days off. MLB's proposal would lower 2020 salaries from about $4 billion to approximately $1.2 billion. The union's offer would have salaries totaling about $2.8 billion. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. We're all in uncharted territory, looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you, from helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams, to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. At Fidelity, we understand priorities can change. So when you partner with a dedicated advisor from Fidelity Wealth Management, they will help you develop a personalized wealth strategy, one that can be flexible enough to evolve as your needs change. Plus, they can offer investing strategies designed to reduce the impact of taxes, all while making sure you understand what you're paying and why. Learn more at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. But here's counting. Here's counting. WTKI Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime. But here's counting. Anyway, here's counting. So Hans von Spakovsky, uh, author, co-author of uh, He and John Fun, wrote this book. Some how many years ago now? On who, uh, who's counting? Uh, 2012. I guess we do need to get another edition out. Now. Yeah, we need a we need a revised edition or Who's Counting Two or something. You know, you keep you keep hinting at it, and I was kind of wondering. I'm gonna push you a little further. Anyway, um, you know, I've asked you this before, and it's like when people say there's no voter fraud. Uh, you carry extra copies of your book and say, oh, yeah, there is. Read this. Yeah. <laughs> or would you be <laughs> broke by then? <laughs> well, or the other thing I tell them that these days you can actually check out our 
our database, our election fraud database, is on the heritage.org website, and we have a map of the U.S. on it, and you can click on any state, and it will pull up, pull up the voter fraud cases there. So if you want to see the cases, for example, in Alabama, you can you can click on Alabama, and it it'll pick up a, a pull up a list of them. See, that's the way to do it, and you get the mo- the most updated information. Where where are we going here? Nancy Pelosi's got to know that this. First of all, I don't think it gets through the Senate, but it could. I, I mean, you might have some weak kneed Republicans who go along with this. If this if this actually becomes law, and I don't think the president would sign it either, but let's assume this becomes law. Um, that's an overreach by the by the federal government because elections are controlled by the states. But this could end up tied up in the courts. I mean, there there is concern here. Right? Yes. I mean, it's going to end up being a big court battle over it. That's what happened when, you may recall, during the early part of the Clinton administration, they passed the National Voter Registration Act, what everybody calls motor voter. Mm-hmm. And that ended up in the courts with uh, the state of Illinois suing and saying this invaded uh, the state's authority. The, the courts ruled the other way, but uh, depending on what kind of a bill Pelosi passed, uh, it, it, it would end up in court. And how would the court courts rule on it? I don't know. The, the responsibility for elections, federal elections anyway, is split between the feds and the state governments. And uh, how, how would courts rule on it? That's a good question. I don't think anybody can predict it accurately. And we already have problems like illegals voting in some of these states. Uh, They can't legally vote in federal elections, but how do you separate them from local elections? I mean, once you're on the voter rolls, you're on the voter rolls, right? No, that's exactly right. And the the states have tried, some states have tried to do something about that, as you know. They've they've passed, uh, Arizona, for example, Kansas passed a requirement that you have to show proof of citizenship uh, when you register to vote, but liberal groups went to court and tied it up in litigation, and they've actually gotten courts to rule that states can't do that, which is just crazy. You know, the, every, the average everyday person's got to look at that and think, what are these courts doing? The left does not want states to be able to check and find non-citizens who are registering and voting. What does that tell you about them? Well, it it, it sounds to me a little bit like uh, the strategy here is let's flood the basement and maybe something good will happen for us. That's kind of what they're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think you're reading that strategy exactly right. So where do we go from here on this? I mean, I, I don't think this happens. I, even it's funny we don't we don't apparently have a pandemic anymore. It just disappeared. Uh, <laughs> so the reason for for you know having voting by mail seems to have disappeared as well. <laughs> what what happens in November? I mean, we're going to have a November election, obviously, and it's not going to change that much, right? I mean, there's no time. There's no time. I mean, some states, uh, you know, some states are trying to change things. You know, the governor of California, uh, Governor Newsom, ordered uh, a a mail election. You know, he has issued an order saying they're just going to mail absentee ballot to every registered voter. But that that action is already in court. Um, I think the Republican Party out there sued, saying the governor doesn't, doesn't have the authority to, to do that. I, I think what's going to happen everywhere is, look, in most places, polling places are going to be open. They're going to have elaborate safety protocols in place, including, you know, six-foot distancing of the voter lines. And, yeah, a lot of people will probably vote by absentee ballot. But if I was out, I would want to be able to vote 
in my polling place where I know I can see my ballot being put into the ballot box rather than handing it over to the postal service and hoping that my ballot gets delivered in time. Yeah, because you don't know. You know, there's another right. thing, and, and look, I, I I will defer that the Facebook probably is pretty correct on this because we got we gave them all this personal information. There was a there was a report out there that 450 thousand people since the beginning of this lockdown have left the New York City metro for other places, other states around New York and also Florida. Those people are now going to be voting in new places. That's going to change the landscape too, right? Yeah, and hopefully they won't also be voting in New York by absentee ballot. <laughs> yeah, voting twice, which <laughs> has been time. which was prosecuted a number of times, right, between Florida and New York. Uh, yes, or between uh, the the most infamous case of this is a woman who won the congressional uh, Democratic primary in Maryland, 2012, until they discovered that she was registered to vote and had voted in both Maryland and Florida. Yeah. Can't do that. <laughs> so, so in the end, what 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 is this shaping up to be like? And and look, I don't know how this is all going to end up. I, my my sense is um, there, there's a lot of minutia out there. There's a lot of attempt. To, there's been more than one attempt to overthrow the president. Um, and and I don't know that they get him at the ballot the ballot box either. But we don't know. Uh, are we going to have a fair election in the fifty states, or is that the big question mark? I, I, it's a question mark. I don't know, don't know the answer to this. There have been lawsuits filed in almost every single state by liberal groups trying to change all of the election laws and to get rid of everything from voter ID requirements to witness requirements on signatures. And those battles are ongoing right now. And I don't know what the re- end result is going to be. You're, I wish you know, I had better news. I wish I had better news for you, but I don't. You know, you you, you have this unique perspective that I and, and I scratch my head at this. It's like the the we have an executive branch. Uh, you know, we have the judicial and we have we have we have the legislative. At one time or another, each has punted. Lately, it's been the courts. The Supreme Court doesn't want to take up cases that obviously are things the court needs to, like disputes between two states. The the, the Supreme Court punted. Um, you've got Congress that has abdicated its responsibility to all these agencies that you and I can't vote for. Uh, and then, of course, we've had overreach by the executive branch from one president to another. We've got to be, I mean, I mean, I see multiple founding fathers rolling in their graves. I mean, what's going on? Well, yeah, and this present crisis has made this worse because all over the country we have local officials, from including mayors, and we have governors, frankly, going too far, far beyond the reasonable steps they need to take to deal with the pandemic, and instead doing things like uh, totally closing down churches and saying that people can't uh, have church services at all, even if they're following the very same protocols that are being filed in our grocery stores. I mean, we have a lot of government officials acting almost uh, dictatorial and going far beyond what they ought to do. And that, I think, is a lesson in the temptation that 
uh, some people have to use power and use it the wrong way. We're, this is revealing a lot of character. I, I, I said this yeah. at the beginning of this thing, uh, and 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 you know it's it's not a new 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 phrase, right? Uh, something like this reveals character; it doesn't define it. Um, it, you're 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 revealing people who, if given enough power, would be horrible dictators, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the president isn't one of them, as much as they'd like it to be. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, and, so, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, and listen, when you're looting uh, the Chanel uh, store in New York, that has nothing to do with racism. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't been able to make that connection either. The shoes or anything else, and <laughs> or the two the two uh, high priced lawyers who were caught handed out Molotov cocktails. Don't understand right. that one either. All right, where do they find you, Hans? Uh, heritage.org, heritage.org, and they can find everything I, I write there. All right. We appreciate it. And you can also check and see all the, if you don't believe there's voter fraud, Heritage has got a great uh, page for you there as well. Hans, as always, we appreciate it, my friend. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. Talk radio doesn't have to be boring. Hey, it's Joe Pags Today at 5 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. 1450 105.3 WTKI Talk. Careful on that trip in this morning. Try to get out the door early. You really might need that time before we wrap things up this morning. Is the mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman's offering $500 off the Somnident. It's an easy-to-use oral device. Insurance accepted for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or randallsandland.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Did you know that we have a lot more horses in Alabama right now than we did when they were used for transportation a hundred years ago? If you own a horse or a herd of horses, you need to shop your local co-op. The co-op has everything you need. Tube gates, bunk feeders, hay racks, horseshoes, tack and feed, and minerals. They also have shampoos, conditioners, brushes, clippers, horse tack, as well as shoeing gear. Do yourself a favor. Go buy your local quality co-op store and check out their down-to-earth values. It's the place to go when you want to grow. Marie, is that you? Oh, hi, Barb. How you doing? Better now. Did you know we had a little health scare with Jeff? Oh, no. What happened? Well, he had been short of breath and was really tired a lot of the time. He just thought he was getting old and was out of shape. But it turns out it was heart valve disease. How did you figure it out? He finally went to the doctor, and she was able to listen to his heart and detected the problem. I didn't realize it, but heart valve disease is more common than you'd think. They were able to replace the valve, and he's feeling so much better now. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. More than 5 million Americans are diagnosed with heart valve disease every year, but most people know nothing about the condition, and it can be deadly if untreated. That's why it's important to listen to your heart and ask your doctor if your symptoms may be due to heart valve disease or if you're at high risk. A message brought to you by Heart Valve Voice U.S. For more information about the symptoms and treatments for valve disease, go to heartvalvevoice-us.org. 
Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides. Fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub. Stanley's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley's on Facebook and receive special offers. Is your patio or deck simply too hot to enjoy this time of the year? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about an easy, inexpensive way to create shade for an outdoor space right after this. Regardless of your skill level in home repair or woodworking, you want a glue that you can trust. Because a glue that doesn't work can ruin any project in a hurry. Fortunately, Tightbond has the glue you need to get the job done with confidence. From interior glues with strong initial tack and short clamp times to exterior glues with exceptional strength and water resistance, look to Tightbond for the right glue for your next project. For more information, visit Tightbond.com or see them on Facebook. A deck or patio can be unbearable this time of the year without some relief from the blazing summer sun. If building a roof or a pergola isn't financially feasible, try installing a shade cell. These large fabric shades are sold in all kinds of shapes and sizes for as little as $30. To install them, you'll need hooks or anchors, turnbuckles, and stainless steel cable. Begin by spreading the cell on the ground beneath the spot where it will hang to fine-tune its position. The anchor points can be attached to the fascia of the house, fences, trees, or posts that you install in the yard. The cables attach to the grommets on the sill, while the turnbuckles allow you to tighten up the fabric between anchor points, creating the shade your patio needs. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. We've been selling printer supplies for a half a century. And today, we make it easier than ever to make sure our customers get the best price and the best support. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. With our easy plan, you can order supplies online at guaranteed low prices and get our award-winning on-site service for free. There's no catch. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. For printer supplies, we're a partner in your success. So you want it really clean? Here's Jake Snavely, owner of Huntsville's Bio One. COVID-19 took everybody by surprise, but disinfection is something that we already do by practice. Our chemicals disinfect against HIV, MRSA, C. diff, Ebola. And when this thing started happening, it's like, look, we're already expert at this. Our phones just started ringing off the hook. Not only medical facilities, but we've done several schools, restaurants, funeral homes, courthouses. We've been disinfecting vehicles for law enforcement. It's been fantastic. They call it proactive cleaning. There's a thousand people that come into this school every day or what have you. Can you guys just come in and do the disinfection? Whether it's required or not, they want to feel safe. They want their patrons and students and et cetera to feel safe, too. Bio One as a company has been around for almost 20 years, and we've been serving Alabama here for almost six years. They can go to our website. It's bio1huntsville.com. It's all spelled out, B-I-O-O-N-E, huntsville.com. We're helping people all across Alabama. It's been great. Take me somewhere. $4.99 
for rebates or low payments at a new Lennox Home Comfort System. Call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. You can do that today, right now. Alabama certification number 83073. Uh, we're getting 88 today, mostly sunny, partly cloudy overnight, 69, and then a 30% chance. It's going to be in the forecast rest of the week, but... Uh, with a little rain in, mixed in there. Uh, Rick Pate is Alabama's Commissioner of Agriculture and Industries, and, uh, and your name's on the gas. Are they still putting your name on the gas pump? Are they still doing that? <laughs> yeah, they do, but they had so many of uh, John's left over, I think I'll be about out of office before I get any stickers on there. I, I didn't tell them to throw the whole ones away, so we're still using them. All right. All right, let's get to some serious. But they are not going to put my picture on there. I told them under no circumstance. Uh, you don't. Hey, I wouldn't want my picture on anything either. Uh, all right, so all right, I want to let's get serious about this. I have some friends uh, who have been in and out of the cattle business, and I I read this like a lot of people. Um, it, it, we have a perishable product here. I mean, if you have cattle or you have pigs, we heard about them having to slaughter a bunch of um, out west. I think in Texas there was a rancher there upset about having to slaughter all his pigs. Uh, you, you there's a there's a there's a Use by stamp on these things, right? You got you you raise cattle for for beef. You you've got to deal with them at some point. You get a glut at the stockyards. You get a problem. And I'm what I'm scratching my head over here during this pandemic. We we stopped that industry, but we didn't seem to stop anything else. Why? All right, let me make sure I can answer your question. So uh, yeah, we had. We really, a lot of what you've seen on social media and heard is not true. We haven't euthanized any cattle in this country that I'm aware of, or certainly not in Alabama. Uh, in fact, in Alabama, we've done a dang good job, I think. Of, um, some states have had to uh, euthanize some poultry that they couldn't get processed. and But in Alabama, you know, the story, we, we, we hadn't poured out any milk, hadn't plowed under any produce, hadn't euthanized any livestock. But, yeah, we, we had a couple of things happen, and mainly we had a reduction in processor capacity when uh, in Alabama, at least, it sort of started in Albertville and kind of moved around the state a little bit. But in our poultry processing, we just got um, a little, you know, some of the COVID 19 virus going and they had to shut the plant down and you just don't realize I mean and I didn't even and I've been in cattle business all my life and how that whole chain works and so it's kind of pushing pulling cows pork poultry through it and of course it demands in Alabama we have about 18 uh, processing plants uh, scattered around the state from Dothan to Montgomery, concentrated up up in y'all's part of the state uh, in that uh, Coleman, uh, Jasper, Albertville area. Well, mm-hmm. we had that COVID problem, then all of a sudden, yeah, all those poultry couldn't get pulled through that system, and they started to pile up and happened in cattle business in the Midwest. Uh, um, you know, we were probably at 60% of production processing, and, yeah, there were just too many cattle. And then, um, I mean, my uh, what I've heard is we had about a 40% increase in buying. I mean, you can't even buy a used refrigerator or a freezer in central Alabama because 
uh, you know, so many people were overbuying. Yeah, it was uh, a panic. I mean, it, it, it was amazing because, yeah, yeah, I mean, it kind of fed on itself because you go and you go, well, I can't find any, can't find any chicken, can't find any beef. <laughs> and people were buying yeah, it like well, toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. It was it, crazy. Toilet paper is perfect example. Yeah, we were never going to run out of toilet paper. we got so many trees, so many processed plants in uh, Alabama and around here. So, yeah, it was just a sort of a confluence of those two factors. We had some problems in our processing, and then people were overbuying. But we feel like we've kind of turned the corner. And, and uh, you know, of course, it, 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 with that, our cattlemen were getting nothing for the cattle. Yeah. And so um, it's, it's kind of frustrating because, yeah, you think this – it's some shortage because you go to the grocery store and you don't see all the cuts of meat you see it. And so you think, well, there's some shortage of uh, beef or cattle, but that wasn't the case at all. We, I tell people all the time, we can, we, the whole system's sustainable for next week, next year, five years from now. Yeah, there's a lot of food out there, and it'll be replenished as, as America needs it and Alabama needs it. You know, it's it's interesting here because there, there's concern here, and I think the average person doesn't realize they just want they just want you know whatever they can get at a reasonable price. But there's there's a supply chain here where where you've got to be able to make you got to be able to make money doing it, right? So there's concern about uh, the collapsing of cattle prices, and I guess that was your concern early on. Are you still concerned that if, if these if these guys and gals don't get a, a fair price for what they're putting all their money and time into, they're going to get out of the business, and that isn't a good idea for Alabama or anybody else, right? Oh, absolutely, you're right. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the prices will come back up. Uh, you know, there were so many cattle in the system there for a while. Yeah, we had actually stockyards closing down for a week or two just to to let the supply get uh, processed. Uh, so, yeah, long we can't live with prices like we're getting now. Yeah, there won't be a, a domestic cattle industry, but uh, surely it'll stabilize. Normally in the spring, the time we get better than uh, normal prices and, um, you know, and, and I don't know how close you follow. The president's done a few things to help the cattlemen. Mm-hmm. He announced, I guess it's been a week or so ago, that uh, I think it's CFAP program where they're going to, if he sold cattle between January 15th and April 15th, he was going to, um, you get a little bit based on what you sold uh, cattle-wise, and then even if you continue to carry cattle after April 15th, you get a little something. So uh, there's a recognition that, um, that yeah, people, covid definitely hurt the cattlemen and um you know and most cattlemen are are a lot of people have cows on land that's not their full-time job and so yeah there's a lot of people hurt and smaller folks and so there's been some recognition of that and, um and the president and folks trying to help help ease that pain but yeah long term it's not what what they're paying is not sustainable all right. So, from your standpoint, where are, are what can you do, and what what are you hearing back from these 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 guys and gals in the cattle business 
And uh, are, are we doing all we can do? I mean, yeah, the federal government has kicked in, and that helps. But ultimately, how do we keep the industry healthy? Uh, and Because and, we may have another one of these eventually. Um, I, I'm thinking if the processing shuts down, we're right back where we were again, right? Well, yeah, the process is just down, you know, what can, I, what can we do? I think when we get through this COVID-19 whole thing, I think there's smart people. We've actually uh, had a call yesterday with all the Southern Ag Commissioners, and I've had to uh, have a weekly call with all the National Ag Commissioners. I think there'll be people just relook at, so let's sort of separate it. I said there were 18 poultry processing plants in Alabama. There's really no large meat packers in Alabama, and that's, that's for a reason. And it, uh, most of those are in the Midwest. But I think there's some thoughtful people studying that. See, even though that's the most efficient way, is that in our long-term national interest? Because as a country. To, to our credit, and that's not true of a lot of companies. We're we're food secure. I mean, we don't we don't have to. You know, you hear about them saying we don't have this computer part or this. We've got our swabs got to come from China. That's not yeah, true about true. Our food system. Rick Pate, Alabama Department of Agriculture uh, Commissioner of uh, that and, and Industries. They throw that one in there too. Hey, Rick, we appreciate your time. Thanks, man. Okay, appreciate it. Even when surrounded by idiots, we can still smile. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. I'm Mike Gallagher. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. You be careful on that trip in this morning. Try to get out the door early. You really might need that time before we wrap things up this morning. Is the mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman's offering $500 off the Somnident. It's an easy-to-use oral device. Insurance accepted for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or randallsandlin.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Hi, I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that'll get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Integrated Behavioral Health is pleased to announce the addition of a new child psychiatrist to our practice. Join us in welcoming Dr. James Harper to the Huntsville, Madison, Decatur, and Athens community. Dr. Harper is a board-certified child and adolescent psychiatrist, working with children and adolescents ages 5 to 17 with a wide range of diagnoses. Now accepting new patients. Make your appointment today. Log on IBHUS.com. Integrated Behavioral Health. Wellness is within your reach. My story may help you. This is what happened. I was talking to my best friend. I told her I wasn't feeling like myself. I had pain in my pelvic area and bleeding that wasn't normal for me. Since it had gone on for a couple of weeks, my friend said I had to go to the doctor. Of course, she was right. Turned out I had uterine cancer, a type of gynecologic cancer. To make a long story short, by realizing something might be wrong and seeing my doctor right away... I received treatment. Now, we're confident I'll be fine. Please, please listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right for two weeks or longer, see your doctor. 
uterine, cervical, ovarian, vaginal, and vulvar cancers are all gynecologic cancers. Signs and symptoms are not the same for everybody. So get the facts. Get the inside knowledge. Call 1-800-CDC-INFO to learn more. Knowing can make all the difference in the world. It did for me. A message from the Inside Knowledge Campaign and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm a mom with two children who love sports. One girl, one boy, and they're all about playing ball. I love sports, too, because it keeps them active and healthy and teaches them great life lessons, like how to be part of a team. But I worry about them getting hurt. Sprained ankles, heat illnesses, even concussions. How do I know that their coaches know how to keep them safe? Here's how. Because Alabama is the first state in the nation to pass a law that requires all youth coaches of kids 14 and under to complete a certified training course in injury recognition and prevention. They call it the Coach Safely Law. I call it the right thing to do. So, Coach, before I drop my kids off at their first practice with you, I have one very important question. Do you coach safely? Sponsored by the Coach Safely Foundation, the Alabama Recreation and Parks Foundation, the ABA, and this station. Listen online to WTKI Talk at WTKIRadio.com. For rebates or low payments on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning 256-852-8825, Alabama Certification Number 83073. All right, so we're warming up here. We're already up to 75. Uh, we will get uh, to about 88 today. We're hugging that 90. They're, they're saying 88, pretty, uh, 89 pretty much all week as we get into the weekend and into the early part of the week. They just won't commit no, tonight. commit. They just won't commit. They just won't do it. Uh, 30% chance of rain getting into the forecast tomorrow. We'll still be at 87. Maybe a thunderstorm in there. And then this kind of pattern of, uh, you know, 20% and 30% and 40% and that kind of thing going into the weekend. And, so. and I think that if the weather service uh, should take the mantra, if the temperature fits, you must commit. We think. All right. That, that, that works for me. Okay. All right, it's 747 on June 2nd, 2020, and I will agree with Democrat Terry Sewell. The Congresswoman has called for the end to Confederate holidays. I, knew, I, I agree with her. I, I knew if she hung around long enough, y'all would come I, to terms. We actually agree. I, look, I, I think, you know, the time has passed for these. I, look, Jeff, when you read about J- Jefferson Davis... <laughs> was an interesting guy. He wanted to keep this thing. Did you know he wanted to keep it going? He's the one that advocated going into the hills and continued to fight. Oh, he wanted to keep the war going Yeah, on, we'll, just, get, we'll just fade into the hills Some and we'll of those keep guys this gorilla going for, you know, we would have been fighting until the turn of the century. Or past, yeah. or, or still, well, we're, we're civil warring right now. You know, and I look, there were some honorable, Robert E. Lee was an honorable guy. You, we can have debates about, you know, whether he was fighting for the right side. Uh, look, Lincoln wanted him. He was the best general. Oh, yeah. You know, the blue, the gray, I don't know. I, I don't know. But look, we can get rid of the holidays. I'm fine with that, but I want to keep the history. And I look, the, the monument, if you don't like the monument, that's fine. Don't go see it. But the monuments are history, and they're reminders of where we have been. And any time you talk about removing history, I really get the heebie-jeebies. I really do. It, it, it hurts my heart when, we're t- when we get rid of anything historic. 
And I'm sorry if 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 the uh, we need to remember the Civil War. It's part of our history, and we need to remember those monuments to those people who fought, whether you agreed with them or not. They're monuments to something that happened. Let's move on from that. But let's get rid of the holidays. They're kind of useless right now, don't you think? I think they are. Yeah, there are, what, three of them? Yeah, I think it is. Confederate Memorial Day, uh, Jefferson Davis's birthday, and Lee's birthday. Just get rid of them. I'm fine with that. By the way, Congress can't do it. State will have to do it. But let's do it. Let's do it. You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Maria Bartiromo, and this is the Fox Business Report. Carnival's P&O Cruises won't be sailing again until at least October 15th. Its sister unit, Carnival Cruise Lines, is to resume sailing on eight cruises beginning August 1st. P&O, based in England, says it's still working on enhanced health and sanitation protocols, how it'll serve meals and drinks on board, and other social distance issues. Pfizer is investing up to half a billion dollars in biotech companies. It's being called the Pfizer Breakthrough Growth Initiative. It'll focus on internal medicine, cancer treatments, vaccines, and other areas. MoneyGram shares are rallying after a report that Western Union is interested in buying the company. Western Union shares are also higher. A deal would combine the two largest U.S. companies in the money transfer business. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Facebook, Twitter, Google, and YouTube are being criticized for banning political messages. One big media company is even asking Twitter to ban President Trump. Each weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, Sean Spicer tackles the new censorship and its dangers. Watch Sean Spicer's new show on Newsmax TV, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Newsmax TV is on DirecTV, Xfinity, Dish, Spectrum, Cox, Optimum, Fios, Uverse, Suddenlink, Mediacom, Armstrong, and more. Check your cable guide and tune into Newsmax TV now. Just got a report of a stall on the Parkway northbound at the Weatherly Overpass. HPD's on the way to handle traffic control there. Everything else still looks good this morning. You don't see any major snags for you. You be careful on that trip in. Injured in a motorcycle accident? Send your Timberlake and Lee can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride, and they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. We don't get fooled again. 
Concerts in the Park series is back Mondays through August 3rd. The series showcases local music talent in a mix of genres from rock, folk, and country to Latin dance. R&B, Top 40 Hits, and music from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. For more information, visit ArtsHuntsville.org, the Concerts in the Park Facebook event page, or HuntsvilleAL.gov. Late Night with Jim Bohannon, weeknights at 9 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Tonight's what our program's all about. I want, you to, I want you to think about it and let it sink in deep. This is the reason we work in the summertime in January and February and the spring. This is the reason we push you beyond what you think you can do to experience moments like this. Ain't no easy way in life. It wasn't easy out there tonight, but you were prepared for the task at hand. Every one of you players, I mean, ain't no way, ain't no way for, I ain't, I ain't smart enough to tell you how I feel about you. I mean, and, and because, I mean, this family, every one of you, I mean, you know it. Sure, I'd like to be 12, 11, and old, and, you know, and I, but I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't swamp this year for any year that I've been at Auburn. I wouldn't swap it, men, because I've watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels and 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 I, but I watched you grow up and become men. I watched you become men. Wow. Hmm. We lost Pat Dye uh, late yesterday. Yeah, that was uh, after the 89 Iron Bowl. The first one wow. played at uh, Jordan-Hare, and Bama wins it 30-20. to 20. And Pat was very much instrumental in getting that game into Auburn. You know, played at Legion Field forever and ever, and uh, they win that initial contest uh, right there in, uh, in Jordan-Hare. You know, there's a there's a picture around my household, uh, and my 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 uh, my my in laws had it, and we have a copy now of of a photo that that iconic photo. I can't remember where it is, but I've seen it, and I've seen it on other walls around where you got Coach Bryant and uh, his assistant mm-hmm. <laughs> Pat Dye. <laughs> right. He was an Alabama assistant in 1965. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people remember that. Yeah, he's. Got uh, the Alabama ties, that's for sure. And I talk about my remembering him from the Edmonton Eskimos because I, I, the CFL was what we had for football in, in uh, when I lived in Ottawa. Um, but his Georgia teammate was Fran Tarkenton. The scrambler. Did you know that? Yeah, he he was something else. Oh, Fran! Wow. I'll tell you, had a man, eh, you know, had a fair NFL career mm-hmm. too. You know, so he did pretty good. Son of Georgia ended up in Alabama, and uh, and for the better. He for uh, awesome. We lost a good one. You know, he coached at East Carolina and uh, had success. Went to Wyoming for that one year. Mm-hmm. He knew he was coming back home eventually. And when that Auburn job opened up, boy, he couldn't get out of there fast enough. You know, it, during that time, I'm trying to remember how many coaches went through Wyoming. Cowboys had some, and 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 I guess you can look it up. I didn't I didn't bother to look it up, but um, everybody knew. That that uh, oh he's coming from Wyoming well that's that's kind of the swinging door for other uh, it, at some point it was the Big Ten and the and the SEC where if you wanted to hone your skills or you wanted to park yourself for a little while and influence some young men and 
you know, in Wyoming, that's where you went. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But Wyoming, for a while, was one of those places where a lot of really, and I, I, I don't know what the list is, but I bet if you pulled up the list of coaches who've gone through the Wyoming program, mm-hmm. there are a bunch of really good ones. Yeah. It just it just worked out that way. You well, know? I'm just kind of flipping through here real quick because they go way back like uh, most uh, colleges and universities do. Uh, but you had Die and you had a. I know there are some other names that went through there because I'm I'm just trying to remember them. But I mean that that was a program where you it, it grew coaches for a while. Yeah. You know some of these for a old, year. Some of these old timers, I, I really don't know. Bob Devaney, that name seems, yeah, seems the, to that, that's one seems to stick. Yeah. Lloyd Eaton was there for nine years. You know, I'm just looking at some of the uh, guys that. Well, kinda, some some ended up there and going other places and then didn't go anywhere. That happens too. That happen. But there were a couple of other big names that went through Wyoming. They don't they, their their names escape me mm-hmm. right now. But that program has launched a few, but none like Pat Dye, uh, who I guess everybody kind of figured that wasn't a big surprise when he was hired because I remember when that happened I remember when hey they're bringing this guy in from Wyoming Pat Dye well, that's why ain't this that, guy from we, Wyoming we know that we know that name we know who he is, is. two Pat Dyes out there <laughs> no way alright keep America sane that ought to be a new phrase right we ought to, we ought to try to you know hug each other today I don't know I don't know what to do now I just don't and we're going to hear all this garbage all day Sadly, uh, Mike does a good job of keeping it perspective, I think, for the most part. Have a great day. The Dana Show, the conservative alternative. Today at 2 on WTKI Talk. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us, too, for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other, and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. 1-800-4-RIGHTS. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM.